welcome to livealittlehigher.com. This week, we continue learning Hovos Halevavot, duties of the heart, and we're in the gate of self-accounting. And today, Rabbi Bahia, he says to us, a person should make an accounting with himself when misfortune strikes him in body, in property, or in some other form, and readily accept everything that comes from God. He should bear his suffering like one who accepts God's judgment and not like one who is angry with his decree, as it says. And I will wait patiently for God who is hiding his face from the house of Jacob, and I will hope in him. This is in Yeshayahu. He should not be like the one whom it said, when he's hungry, he becomes angry and curses his king and his God, turning heavenward. And what he's saying is that when a person is afflicted, when a person is going through a hardship, that person has to really look within himself. He has to make an accounting and, and look at his life and say, okay, like what's going on? What is God trying to tell me? Because in reality, you know, when you hear about an earthquake in Turkey, for example, and you see you're hurt you're sad for these people it's horrendous what happened and uh but you really don't have any connection to anybody there and you feel like okay it's the news and for one day you're crying for these people but then you forget you forget about it very fast and um the hope times used to say like if there's an earthquake in japan really hashem is talking to you even if there's nothing there for you, nothing that you connect to in this place apart from the news that you hear and that you heard that the IDF sent uh, a rescue mission and you're a proud Jew, seeing how the Jewish people are always there to help and all that, and you get this, this, this good feeling about it, but nevertheless, Hashem is always talking to us. And so it's like a parent for example, that is telling a, a child, uh, like, behave in the table, please behave. And the child doesn't listen to the father. So first he says, behave. Then he screams at him and he doesn't behave. Then the father says, you know what? Time out. You're going to go to your room. Time out. And the kid goes to the time out, but he still misbehaves. And then at the, at the end of the day, the father takes away the, 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 the toy he loves the most for a week. So this is the same way that Hashem acts with us. First, he tells us like this in the news, you heard something, he's talking to you. You think it's so far away, it has nothing to do with you. It's talking to you, listen to it. Then he tells you in another story somewhere else. Then it happened to your neighbor. Then it happened to a friend. Then it happens to you. you know, like the story that at the beginning of World War II, a person said, that didn't, I wasn't worried because that only happened to the Jews. They only came for the Jews. Then, no, it doesn't worry me because they came for my neighbor that was not, uh, that was not white and blue eyes. It's not going to happen to me. And then one day they came for him, you know? So this is the, um, the way in which Hashem is with us. We cannot be people that are insensitive to what's going on in the world. We cannot turn on the TV and turn off the TV and says, okay, that's, that's, not, that's not relevant to me. Everything you hear, says the Baal Shem Tov, and everything you see is relevant to you. Hashem is talking to you. So now, says uh, Rabbi Bahia, 
know this, my brother, we would not praise our forefather Abraham for enduring the ten trials with which God tested him, were it not for the fact that he accepted them all from God with a willing and cheerful heart. So we see from the Torah that Abraham Avinu was tested ten times. He had to go through ten very hard tests in his life. But nevertheless, he accepted them with grace, with joy, because he understood that Hashem has a plan. And these tests are not to make him suffer. They are not meant to break him. They're meant to bring out the Abraham Avinu he was meant to be. So, and you found his heart faithful before you, says Nehemiah. On the other hand, those who left Egypt were found blameworthy and were rebuked in the wilderness spe specifically because of their anger and because their hearts were not reconciled with God and his prophets, as it says, they flattered him with their mouths, lied to him with their tongues, and their hearts were disloyal to him. This is in Tehillim. Many times they openly displayed their rebelliousness and defiance towards Hashem and their break with his covenant as you find them at every pretext hungering to return to Egypt and the like. So we see from the story of the Exodus of, the, of Shemot, of the Jewish people leaving Egypt, you see how Hashem takes them out of Egypt with ten miracle miracle plagues, and he opens the Red Sea for them, the Yamsuf, then he fights the battle against Amalek for them, and he saves them, then he gives them the Torah, then he gives them the manna from the, he feeds them for 40 years with food that fell from heaven, heavenly food that tasted, had the taste of whatever they desired, they had everything, never got sick, their clothes never got ruined, everything. Nevertheless, they were always complaining and they were always upset. So uh, Rabbi Bahia says, endurance of suffering in good cheer is a virtue, but suffering born grudgingly brings the bearer no reward and affects no pardon. So what he's saying is that <clears throat> when we're going through a, a tough time, we should not regard it like a tragedy. We shouldn't look at it like this is the end of me. We should be graceful and we should look within ourselves how we can become better people. This is the whole purpose of it. And uh, the Alter Rebbe says, in suffering you will find profit. Uh, the profit is the, the, what comes out of you after going through a hardship. If you go through a hardship and nothing good comes out of you, if you're the same as you were before, with the difference that now you're bitter and angry, then you lost the opportunity. It's like, was like, it's when, like when you give an education to one of your kids and you're paying for their education and you're sending them to college and you're paying and doing and doing, and suddenly the kid becomes a bum. It's the same thing. So Hashem, in a certain way, is sending us to college, he's putting us the test, he's giving us the opportunities of growth and fulfillment. And on the other hand, we, instead of grabbing the opportunity and becoming the best person we can become, we become anger and bitter. So Rabbi Bahia con continues saying, consider the difference, my brother, between the two ways of bearing suffering. There's two ways in which a person can bear suffering. One is to contemplate the distinction between the two things and in your mind, divide the theme of suffering into three divisions. One is suffering for the sake of say, serving God. The other one be suffering so as not to defy him. And the third one is and suffering on account of worldly misfortune. 
This third division falls into two categories, suffering on account of what is taken away or on account of being denied something much desired. So suffering in either of these two forms may come upon you as you deserve punishment, securing forgiveness for your sins, or it may be initiated by God for you as a trial and a test, so as to increase and magnify your reward and recompense. So why we suffer, we can never pinpoint why a person suffers. We, we can never say, oh, because that person did this and this. No, that's not our job. Our job is not to judge people. Uh, when you see someone being in a, in a moment of, of vulner vulnerability and suffering, you don't give them this, this class I'm giving you. You hug them and you cry with them and you're there for them. But this is so we can understand when we are suffering. When we are suffering, this is what he's saying. Like when you're suffering, there's and another person is suffering. These are the reasons why the person is suffering. It can be either to forgive previous sins that we did, so we're atoning for sins. It can be things that we did in a previous life that we're coming to, to rectify in this life and we have to go through certain things to be able to cleanse or they can be initiated by Hashem to test us and so he can give us more reward in this world. And this is the, the reason. So for whichever of these two reasons suffering comes upon you, you should accept it from God willingly and graciously. And as King David, peace be upon him, said, all the ways of God are kindness and truth for those who keep his covenant and testimonies. For if misfortune overtakes you to atone for your sins, then it is truth. And if it is initiated by God to give you the good reward for patiently bearing the trial, then it is kindness. Thus it is never anything other than grace or truth. Like nothing bad can come from God. I know that sometimes we perceive things, we see things that are so painful, so painful, they hurt so much. It's not gonna mitigate the pain. Uh, I've lost loved ones and the pain that you, you feel is unbearable. I know the pain. Or when you are going through something, a hardship in your life, I know the pain. Pain is pain. And as a friend of mine says, a person can be sad, but he, cannot never, he can never not be happy. Why? Because yes, you can bear the pain. You can be in a hard moment in your life but also there's so much good in your life at the same time. So one won't take away the other. You can always count your blessings. You can always see the good in everything. You can choose to see the good in everything. So when you go through hardship and you see the goodness, the kernel of truth, the kernel of goodness within it, you're gonna be able to not only get through it, but thrive through it. So if you adopt the proper attitude, he's talking about attitude, which is so important in these matters, then the end result of your suffering will be for the good and reward for it will be assured. Therefore, my brother, as Rabbi Bahia says, do not neglect to integrate this concept into your way of thinking. You will then be able to bear suffering patiently for the sake of heaven. And when you reflect on this concept in your heart, it will ease the pain of misfortune and the bitterness of suffering. Such an attitude will indicate that you readily accept God's decree 
Find solace in him and place you, your trust in him. You're going to have bitahon. You're going to have trust. As it says, be strong and let your heart take courage. All you who wait expectantly for God. And at the end of the day, the sun will shine back on you. Because this is a world of, of growth. This is a world in which we come to really um, get out of our skin and, and be able to connect to Hashem in a more wholesome way. So uh, the attitude is number one. And also always when you're going through suffering, connect more to God, go to him, cry to him, pray to him, do more mitzvot, uh, elevate yourself. Don't, don't bring yourself down, elevate yourself. And in this way, through the suffering, you will gain the profit. So I wish you a blessed week and remember, live a little higher. Thank you.